Hi, this is Heidi, and this is Parent Town, a podcast where we explore stories of parenting in hopes that they can connect us and maybe make the world a little easier to understand. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Parent Town. This is Heidi. If you are a new listener, I want to welcome you. Parent Town was created with one idea in mind. That's the power of story, and that sharing those stories with each other can get us thinking, questioning, engaging in the hope that we feel less alone. You don't have to be currently raising humans to listen to us. We all have been parented one way or another, and I think there's something in our podcast for everyone to take away. This is a final podcast we are doing on a series that we have dedicated to cell phone use. In this episode, I interview Hope. Here is Hope's story. I'm Hope Barker. I am a retired educator. I've been retired about eight years now. You're a grandmother. I'm a grandmother. One grandchild has, we've been responsible for much of her care since she was about a year old. Mm -hmm. She's nine now. And I have two other grandchildren who live in New York who are almost seven and almost four. Okay. The reason that, uh, a huge reason I wanted to talk to you today is because we're doing the series on cell phone use and I find so much information out there how destructive cell phone use is. And again, they're really paralleling the bad cell phone use with kids. Kids and cell phone use is so bad and blah, blah, blah. And there's so much negative press out there. I thought like, okay, yes, there's an argument for that. There's an argument for, you know, too much cell phone use is bad in general. But then I thought I wanted to talk to somebody who is not 12, and who can speak to it from somebody who is retired and also who is a grandparent. And this generation of also like using cell phones and how them being a part of our everyday life changed the way that you communicate. So let's just talk about that. How have cell phones enhanced the communication that you have as a grandparent and also somebody who has been retired for almost 10 years? Well, the the ease of communicating with my friends since retirement has been really phenomenal. I I was have this very close group of friends from work, and I was one of the first ones to retire, and was worried about feeling isolated. And as I think almost everybody is retired now of my big group of friends, and we text every day about encouraging one another that people are going through hard times or planning times to get together. Some people have had some marital issues that we've just been able to support each other on. And we actually end up seeing each other a lot more because it's so easy to connect and get together and mm-hmm. use that text. So that's been phenomenal for us. And you had mentioned something too about how it's probably more common than we think it is when people retire feeling the sort of rush of isolation all of a sudden. That's right. And I think people worry about that too, especially women. I know I always say my husband doesn't have any friends, so he doesn't care. (laughs) 
but I have a ton of friends, and I was really worried about kind of losing touch. We live all over the metro area, so um, yeah, it's it's. I have not felt isolated at all. That's awesome. So when you think about hope and your and your relationship with cell phone and social media, has that been sort of the most of value for you is not only with friends keeping in touch and being able to have that connection that's important for you how else has it been of value to you well one thing which is probably obvious to a lot of people is i read a lot more because i'm reading with my ears instead of my eyes and i can do that while i'm doing tons of other things working in the yard or exercising or doing housework that kind of thing so i always have a book that i'm listening to and I listen to tons of podcasts, and I just feel so smart because I know all this stuff. <laughs> so that has been great. Um, yeah. And I don't, you know, I'm not a crafty person. I don't do a lot of crafty things or projects. And I read. Yeah. And people, you know, I read, you know, 120 books a year or so. And people all say, how do you read so much? And I say, well, I don't, I don't do much else. <laughs> but I, I read because I always have an audio book going, yeah. too. So that's been great. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other thing I think about being a grandparent and connecting is, especially the the grandchild who has spent a a majority of time with us, is, I mean, it's kind of a losing battle. There's just, we try not to fight with her about using her. She doesn't have a cell phone yet. She's only nine, but she does have an iPod and we have an iPad at home that she uses. But um, we try to connect with her in terms of what could we do together on that. And that seems to satisfy her a lot lately she's been watching videos learning how to draw so she's she's been spending a lot of time drawing these beautiful things and she's never been a great artist she's always enjoyed it but that's you know I don't begrudge her her iPad or her phone time because she's often doing something creative with it not always right sure well think that what you are doing would be really good advice or at least a good example for other grandparents who get to see their grandchildren a lot, but they also know that with their grandkids comes the screen time and, and what do they come from? And then how do you, I don't want to like have a screaming match. I don't want to choose my battles between spending time with her and then yelling at her for like being on her phone. Right, right. I think what, you know, we try to do is have some, you know, compelling alternatives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that, that helps a lot. And she knows when she's at our house that we do certain things in certain ways. We always sit down and have dinner with no screens. And we have little rituals. We do a poem of the day before she goes to bed. So so we can always say, okay, you know, in a couple minutes we're going to start. And she doesn't put up a fuss because she just accepts that as part of the routine mm-hmm. at our house. And mm-hmm. So the cell phones go away, the iPads go away. And then we, you know, we try to lead by example. That's kind of hard sometimes. Because <laughs> we're both addicted to our phones in many ways, too, when we recognize that. And then again, fi- you know, finding things that we can do together on the phone. Or, you know, I'll try to be aware of what she's doing on the phone or the iPad. But, you know, as a grandparent, I kind of want to say, I'm, I'm done policing people. <laughs> want to be done but Mm -hmm. she's my responsibility right now so and a lot of times it's something really interesting that she's doing that's creative sometimes it's not and I have to say hmm let's pick something else (laughs) (laughs) but um you know then I have her choose games that we can do together 
if she seems really glued to something that she wants. And I say, well, could I have a turn? Or will you show me how to do that? And so then it becomes a little bit more pleasant time and easier to move on to something else then. And she feels like she's teaching you something maybe sometimes. Like, that's right. Oh, I can yeah. teach grandma how to, you know, do this fun game. I, I think that's such smart advice, not only for parents, but for grandparents who do get to spend time with their kids is... I don't think I'm the first to say technology is here. It's not going anywhere. Right. But how do we still have that like one-on-one time and still sort of like, you know what? Yes, we can still play games and we can still find fun stuff to do on technology together. And it's not like 100%, but also to find that balance. Because I know I, as a parent, sometimes just lose it. Everybody turn your phone off. <laughs> and Mimi's like, well, I was reading an article about... Malaysia or Zoe's like I was teaching right. myself Welsh you know and so it's like well okay so how do I how does our generation for those of us who never grew up with that know that maybe it's not all bad and that we have to maybe ask those questions like what are you doing what are the games you're playing I want to spend time with you so maybe some of that time is like you teaching me this you know I've had my kids teach me Minecraft I'm not interested in that, Hope. Right. <laughs> Me neither. Or what's the other one that she always does? Roblox? Yes, Roblox. yes, Roblox. Yes, I know that too. Roblox. Yeah. And she wants to show me so badly, and I'm like, oh, okay. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but I, I know as a grandparent, I have the advantage of having more time. I mean, I'm like you. I had three kids close together in age. I lost my you-know-what many times (laughs) over things that weren't technology, too. Right. And it's just because you have to multitask and you want everybody's attention at certain times. And, no, I get that. So I I have the advantage of having a little more more ability to step back and say, okay, can this wait five minutes? Yes, it can. I can give her a five-minute warning and Mm -hmm. say... We're going to get Twister out yeah. or whatever. But you guys are such good examples of having that, but then also bringing in other stuff. Because you had you had said that, you know, even if we do, like, forget the poem before bed or we don't mm-hmm. do, um, like, the routine that she's yep. used to, she will probably act like she doesn't really care. But then she will be like, why aren't we doing yeah. that? Yeah. So that's, that's such a testament to that she's expecting this and that's comforting and that's something she expects. And she knows that that is, that's just how this house is run. That's right. And that's, you know, it's consistent. That's right. And she, you know, her, her other life with her parent is somewhat more chaotic. It's more flexible. They've moved frequently. And so our house is kind of the stable, safe house. And she does thrive on those routines. So she mm-hmm. does, she doesn't know it that she does. Yeah, <laughs> she will. <laughs> she does. <laughs> yep. So I know we kind of touched on this before, but what are other conversations that you're having with your friends? What, what do you see with your generation in general when it comes around the, the good part of cell phone use hmm. and maybe the not so good part of cell phone use? Well, I think, you know, you hear the same complaints from my friends that you hear about. Oh, they come over, my grandkids come over and that's all they want to do. Yeah. But they don't seem to have too many alternatives. I guess, I, I think for those of us who have grandkids far away it's been an easy way to communicate with them too and my son who lives in new york they are good examples they do not overuse their screen time themselves as adults Mm -hmm. and when we stay with them i always notice they leave their cell phones plugged in in the kitchen and they're you know up three floors yeah and i'm always amazed by that like how can you do that what if somebody (laughs) needs to get a hold of you (laughs) 
Why are you not sleeping with your cell phone next to your ear? <laughs> exactly, because I listen to podcasts when I go to sleep. <laughs> but um, they're, they're kids. I mean, they're younger. They're six and almost four. They live in New York. They eat out a lot. They don't mm-hmm. allow them at restaurants before they get their food. That's something we do. If we go out to eat with our granddaughter, yeah, <laughs> we often want to have an adult conversation and... Yeah. We'll let her use it, use a phone before the food comes. Not always, but sometimes. It certainly has made communication with the kids who live far away easier. Mm-hmm. And we do FaceTime them. They're on a totally different schedule than we are. Mm. They get up way earlier, and it's already an hour later. Right. And they go to bed early. So sometimes it's hard to catch them. Yeah. And by the time our grandchild, who stays with us, gets home from work they're getting home from school they're getting ready for bed yeah so oftentimes we will just catch them for a few minutes but even that is is nice and especially the little one who's three almost four she's a little shyer and we don't see them all that often so it kind of is nice to have her see our faces yes Yes. and to hear your voices Mm -hmm. um and to send pictures right you know Either of my parents are on Facebook or Instagram and stuff like that. And so they don't, and not that I feel like you have to be on here. You're not going to know what your grandkids are doing. Oh, right, right. But I end up, you know, sending them pictures and, um, you know, kind of this, like this immediacy of having like, this is what we're doing. Like, this is like first day of school pictures and stuff like that. Like, I know they, they appreciate that. Yeah. And it's something that makes them feel connected. My dad loves to FaceTime. Like, that's Mm -hmm. his thing. But I do, I feel like that's such a blessing because we don't, you know, we don't have them down the street. Right, right. My son and his family, the ones who live in New York, have um, a shared photo thing. It's not on Facebook okay. or Instagram, but they can share photos instantly with a small group of people. Oh. So it's mostly family. So they don't post a lot of um, Facebook or Instagram pictures, but they are so good. Almost every day we'll get a picture of the kids through this shared photo thing and it comes instantly and a lot of times even their nanny will you know post pictures and then they'll get those pictures and send them to so they're great about it so even without the platforms of facebook or instagram we get pictures instantly Mm -hmm. almost every day what kind of advice would you give other grandparents you know i think the scarier years are yet to come ah you know these my grandkids are youngish yeah and we're talking about games, mm-hmm. and they do FaceTime their friends sometimes using yeah. our phone. But um, we we have one child who just was kind of coming of age in those young teenage years when the internet first was yeah. getting quite popular, and, and and it was a scary time, really for us. It was a very mm-hmm. scary time mm-hmm. in terms of who she was meeting, what she was posting, and so I'm glad to not have that primary responsibility anymore right. but i still worry about the, those times coming yeah. and your kids are kind of coming up yeah. so i wonder how you think about that well i think it's about just having conversations about safety and what that means over technology you know there's so many great resources out there i think now for people who are raising kids mm-hmm. about hey these are this is what snapchat is and this is what it can Which do i don't even know I, I hardly know, yeah. but I know none of my kids are on it. <laughs> okay, 
but I like but I will also be following all of your accounts I can check yeah in and also just to know when we talk about safety around technology what does that actually mean right it's yeah of course like don't throw your phone down the street but also safety in a way of taking care of yourself so that right. if something happens that makes you feel uncomfortable you see something uh, then knowing that we can have those conversations around it because it is like a fire hydrant mm-hmm. it's just like coming at us and yeah. coming at us and it's really hard to pick and choose so I'm just trying to raise kids who feel like they can talk to me and also know that... Yeah, so you're doing things kind of proactively. I'm trying to. Setting, because... the, setting the tone. I, I thought I did that, but somehow it didn't work with that <laughs> Well, one I thought kid. I'm doing it too. Who knows? Right. <laughs> We're all doing the best we can. Yeah. I guess my advice would be to, for grandparents to don't fight it all the time and try to find things that you can do cooperatively with the phone, I, I mm-hmm. guess. No, I think that's great. And I, I love your examples of the apps that, you know, you can look at together or like creatively, like with the drawing and the games. Um, and I think it always helps when kids feel like they know more than you do about technology. Yeah, right. Like, let me teach you yes. how to do this, you know. Well, and the whole this anything. whole TikTok phenomenon has been hilarious with yeah. two, these, we have many eight and nine-year-old girls in our neighborhood. Yeah who kind of flock together at our house. I don't know why it's our house, but it is. And, you know, they know they can't post anything on TikTok because right. I'm not knowledgeable enough to help them figure out if that's safe or whatever. Sure. But they spend hours being imaginative with TikTok, yeah. and I think it's hilarious. I do, too. In, in a way, it's like they're being silly. They're working together, yes. having fun. Yeah. We have this big uh, basket of costumes in our granddaughter's bedroom. And every time I think, oh, she hasn't used those for a while. We're putting them away. They'll come out with these costumes and do this TikTok thing. And it just is hilarious. It's really no different than like us, like as kids, like making plays, like spending days, like creating, you know, these scenarios and all of this. Yes, you have this component of, you know, TikTok or whatever, but it's still giving your kids and allowing them to work together and to have their imagination. And it's not all bad. Well, I just really appreciate your talking and your wisdom as a grandparent. Well, thank you. (laughs) Thanks, Hope. Thank you for listening to Parent Town. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and share us with your community. We really appreciate it. You can also subscribe, listen, and comment to Parent Town where you listen to all your podcasts. Giving us a rating on iTunes really helps us get to the top of the podcast list, and it makes it easier for people to find us. If you have an idea for a show, we would love to hear from you. Thank you to Greg Ward at Studio Arcade and to Park States for our theme music. Thank you for listening. I'm Heidi, and this is Parent Town.